What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Meeting Mental Health Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Tiffany. And in this episode, I want to discuss boundaries. And I want to talk about this because I feel like boundaries are another one of those subconscious things, you know, something we don't necessarily think about from day to day. It's sort of like in the episode where I talked about being supportive and having good boundaries is like one of those things that either you do naturally or you don't. You know, and just like being supportive, some people may think that they're being helpful when in actuality they are overstepping the boundary and they are completely unaware and don't even realize they're doing it. You know, as kids, we're always taught to be polite and help others. The old golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But believe it or not, being too kind and too helpful sometimes can be a bad thing. But whether you realize it or not, boundaries are extremely important. Without them, where would the world be, right? Having boundaries sort of keeps things in order. They keep things in their places. You know, take the map of the United States, for example. It's filled with boundaries. On this side of the line, it's Pennsylvania. On that side of the line, it's New Jersey. And on the other side down there is West Virginia. I know, no one actually knows where that's at, but it's there, trust me. Anyway, without these boundaries, the U.S. would be just one giant puzzle piece. It would be difficult to have order and systems in place, you know. Each state has their own guidelines based on location, population, and a ton of other factors. And just like the different states having different guidelines, we as people, depending on our character and our needs, have our own set of rules and regulations as well. What works for one person may not work for the next. So what does it actually mean for people to have boundaries? What does it look like when we respect each other's boundaries? And more importantly, what does it look like when we don't? And remember, everyone's perception of good or healthy boundaries are going to look different. You know, there's no right or wrong when it comes to our own boundary limits and what we will allow to a certain degree, because just like everything else, there are healthy and unhealthy boundaries. So back to the question, what are boundaries? There are a couple types of boundaries. We have personal and emotional. Personal boundaries are guidelines or rules that a person creates to determine reasonable, safe, and acceptable ways for other people to treat them and how they will respond when someone passes those limits. Setting boundaries is an important part of one's identity and a significant component of mental health and well-being. Here are a few examples of the things people typically create personal guidelines for. First is our personal space. You know, people usually have this invisible space bubble set around them. You know, some people are close talkers and some people may be okay with you getting close when talking, but others don't. Those people will usually take a step back or a step away as a signal to let you know you've come too close. And if you're good at reading social cues, you'll pick up on it and recognize you've crossed their boundary line. For those of you who aren't so good at it, try practicing and being aware and mindful when it comes to invading another person's space. Second is going through someone's personal things. Now again, as children, I think we're all taught not to touch things that don't belong to us, but surprisingly, adults do still struggle with this rule. Touching or going through someone's personal things, whether you know them or not, without them knowing or consenting to it, is an invasion of privacy and definitely a step across the boundary line. And lastly, making jokes or rude comments in front of other people. No one wants to be humiliated and no one wants to be the center of a joke and especially not in front of others. And more importantly, not when the joke or comment is rude or disrespectful. So in addition to those personal boundaries, there are also emotional boundaries and emotional boundaries involve separating your feelings from another's. 
Some examples of these violations would be taking responsibility for another's feelings, letting another's feelings affect your own, or sacrificing your own needs to please another, or blaming others for your problems. Unhealthy boundaries, whether personal or emotional, is any time the values, beliefs, and opinions of others, when you don't agree with them, are disrespected. Also, not being able to say no, or not accepting when others say no is another example of unhealthy boundaries. You know, the word no can be very powerful because it's a form of rejection. But sometimes we have to learn that saying no is okay, especially when it comes to our own well-being. You know, if you're not in a good headspace and someone wants you to be their emotional crutch, you can't be. You know, it's hard to help others when you need help yourself. And I think we can all think of someone we know who will jump when others need something from them, you know, physically or emotionally. And it's okay to want to help, you know, and to want to be there for each other. That's fine. But we need to make sure that we aren't sacrificing our own needs at the same time. You know, we should make sure that we are emotionally available. It's important to remember that you should value and put your emotional and mental health first before you can help someone else. And having healthy boundaries is an important part of a healthy relationship, intimate or not, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, family, friends, it doesn't matter. It will do you no good to be a yes man or a yes woman. That shit gets old quick. And not before long, you'll start to have feelings of resentment because you've spent so much time trying to please others and trying to fix their problems that you've completely lost track of making sure that your own needs were met. Don't do that to yourself. For me, my boundaries used to be very loose. You know, I was very passive because I wanted to please others. I was more consumed and focused on what others thought or what others needed versus my own needs and wants. But through years of therapy and working on myself, I learned that I need to put my own needs first and stand up for myself and what I want. You know, I learned to be more assertive and create those boundaries and stand up for what I will and won't accept. For too long, I let others influence the decisions that I made or even allowed others to make decisions for me. But ultimately, allowing things like this is counterproductive. You know, it really hinders that independence and really puts you in the passenger seat of your own car. And it's not a good feeling, you know. And if you are how I used to be, I know that you could be thinking that setting firm boundaries could be a cause for conflict. But it's really not. You know, taking control of the wheel and creating healthy boundaries is nothing to feel guilty about. They're just there to protect you. And it's nothing personal towards the other person in any circumstance. You know, and anyone who's a good friend, family member, or even a coworker should understand and respect boundaries and the limits that you've set. So don't be afraid to set those guidelines. And at the same time, don't forget to respect the guidelines that others have set as well. So if you're a little confused or a little unsure what healthy boundaries look like, here are some tips that I got from aconsciousrethink.com to practice having healthy boundaries. First, you want to have clear communication and ask questions. Good communication is definitely important for understanding where another person's boundaries are. You know, we have to pay attention to how they respond to you in conversation and their body language. Body language is extremely important. And if you're unsure, just ask. Second, we want to accept what the other person is communicating. When we accept what the other person is saying, I know it can be difficult, but it's important, especially if you're not used to dealing with things the way that they are. You know, everyone has their own way of thinking and we should definitely avoid, you know, pacifying or dismissing their requests. It's their boundary and it should be respected. Speaking of respect, we want to respect the autonomy of other people. Autonomy is self-governance. 
Sometimes people overstep boundaries because they think that they know what's better for the other person's life. And they may genuinely want to protect and help them, but they may step on the person's boundaries in doing so. It's like in the Are You Being Supportive episode, you know, people usually don't want advice unless they ask for it. And finally, you need to continue working on yourself. You know, to have the ability to respect the boundaries of others comes from within. And it comes from a place of personal security and integrity. You know, you need to have yourself together first. You shouldn't feel the need to pressure or persuade others or cross their boundaries for any reason. You can't control what others will and won't do. And it's not really your job to do that. So all that being said, I personally think that it's very important to have and set boundaries for ourselves, as well as respecting the boundaries that others have set for themselves. It's sort of like the fences we have in our backyards. You know, it doesn't block people out completely. We can still see our neighbors. We can still talk to and let our friends in, but only when we say it's okay. You know, we don't just go around lounging in the neighbor's yard or planting flowers because we think it would look nice, do we? No, we need permission to do those things. So let's take that same practice when it comes to other boundaries. You know, we should treat personal and emotional boundaries just like we do private property. We have to be mindful and aware not to overstep the boundaries that people have set, as well as knowing when not to take advantage of people, even though it may seem or you might think it's harmless. And in the same breath, don't be afraid to set boundaries either. You know, you have to respect yourself if you want others to respect you as well. And at the end of the day, we all have our own needs and my needs are no more important than yours and yours are no more important than the next person. We can't be selfish and only focus on what we need or want. You know, healthy relationships are all about give and take. It's a balance. It's a, it's a dance. You know, we have to respect each other's needs and wants. We have to be mindful. And I'm sure I've said it before and I'll say it again, but being mindful is a very important part of having good mental health. So anyway, that's all I have for this episode. That's my take on boundaries. I hope you were able to get something out of it. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out. As always, until we meet next time, thanks for listening and have a great day.